Hello and welcome to season two of the That's Farming podcast with me, John Connell. We've had a great first season and are looking forward to bringing you lots more farming stories from Ireland and around the world. We have a few new additions to this season with some field reporting as well as our usual interviews and panel discussions. As always, you can reach us on radio at thatsfarming.com or on our Facebook and Twitter pages at That's Farming. Without further ado, here's the show. Pesticides are a necessary part of farming, not just in Ireland, but worldwide. However, a recent EPA report now claims that a rush spray pesticide uh, are contaminating water supplies and putting one million people's drinking water at risk. I'm joined by Dara Page of the EPA to tell us about his findings. Dara, um, you might explain to us, the article came out this week uh, based on the report. Um, what exactly is, is going on? Well, Irish Water is responsible for public water supplies and they monitor all of our public water supplies on a regular basis uh, for pesticides. And one of those pesticides that they look at is MCPA. So uh, when the the supply is monitored uh, and pesticides has been detected, Irish Water will have to look in to try to determine the cause of the problem. Um, And most of the pesticide exceedances that we've seen around the country, between 80 to 90 percent of them, are caused by MCPA, which is, as you said, used for rushes. Mm. And um, I I presume this is the most common um, spray for rushes. It's for for killing rushes. Yeah, it's basically used in in marginal areas to, to keep the rushes away and... Uh, it, it is a very important pesticide that is, you know, it is important that it's used correctly um, and that it's used in accordance with the, the conditions that are on the labels of it. Right. Um, so how do we, I suppose, rectify the situation? Is it a case, Dara, that the, the spray is being sprayed too near to water supplies, rivers, lakes, etc., and the, there's a runoff? Or is it that um, the, the, the pesticide itself is getting into the water table by soaking into the ground? What's, what's causing it to get into the water there's a number of different pathways that it can go through to get into the water uh, one of them as uh, you know if it's if too too much of the pesticides or too much of the mcpa is applied to land that can end up getting into the water directly and um, if it's applied for example when the weather is about to be inclement when it's about to be rainfall uh, that can also uh, be a problem um, also, if it's sprayed too close to the to the edge of watercourses, whether that's the river itself or a lake itself or the drain that feeds to it, and another thing that people um, may not think about straight off is is the containers themselves. So, if you're when you're finished using the the, the herbicide, um, it's really important to clean out the container in a, a proper way. And if you're going to do that, what you need to do basically is to triple rinse the container, basically fill it with water and spray the water from that container onto the land in the same way you would the herbicide itself. Um, if, the her- if the containers, are, even one container put into a river or a lake is enough to contaminate a water supply, even though the container is empty, the, the residual, the drops left in it are enough to contaminate the water supply. And Dara, is there enough? Um, I mean, it's, it, it was it was news to me and I work in the, 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 the farming uh, media. Um, is is it common knowledge that this is occurring? Well, we've been reporting an increase in the uh, number of supplies where MCPA has been found, and particularly there was quite a big jump between 2014 and 2015, and, and those levels have they dropped back a little bit in 2016, but 2017 again looks like it's going up again. So we've been trying to draw attention to this. Now, there, there is a, a national pesticides working group that has been recently established, 
um, that takes all of the relevant stakeholders together to try to deal with this uh, collectively mm-hmm. um, and try to come up with some solutions to this. So um, we're trying to draw more attention to this issue and trying to deal with this issue uh, where, where, it's, where it is a, pro- a particular problem. And, 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 you know, we've said here it's, it's impacting drinking water for a million people. I presume that is nationwide. It's not just, um, you know, it's not just the people in Dublin, for example. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a million people spread out uh, across the whole nation. Is that correct? Yeah, we're finding that um, we're getting low levels of the, of the pesticides being detected across the country in lots of different water supplies. Now, I suppose it, it's important to stress that every time this pesticide is detected in water supplies, um, the HSE determine whether there's a risk to public health. And there's a very large margin of safety in, this, in, the, sta- in the standards in drinking water. So there hasn't been anywhere where it's been identified as being a risk to public health. But nonetheless, nobody wants to be drinking water with, with pesticides in it. Mm. And what are the um, potential health impacts? Is it a carcinogenic substance or um, d- do you have information on that, Dara? Uh, what, are the, what are the health impacts uh, of this being in the water over a longer term period? Um, th- there's limited research done and that's why the, the standards of, for pesticides is precautionary because we just don't know a lot of the effects on the long term. But certainly at the levels that we have seen, um, up to now, um, there, there aren't any health implications for that. However, if the levels go, high, go any higher or if they remain high, then we may have some issues that we need to look into in more detail. Right. And um, in terms of, I suppose, practicalities, um, like we, we do understand that rushes are a, a, an issue for farmers, particularly in marginal land. As we go westward in this nation, there's more rushes. Um, uh, are there other alternative um, pesticides that we could use or natural um, methods? Is there anything that can be done um, that, you know, to, to circumnavigate, I suppose, the, 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 um, the potential health impacts of the MCPAs? Yeah, well, certainly non, non-chemical means of control would obviously be preferable, you know, cutting them back wherever it's possible. And really, they should only be used where they, where they are needed. Um, and, and, and I suppose key to all of this is if they are being used and we, we recognize that they do need to be used is that they're used in accordance with the conditions on the label and that they're used in accordance with good practice and we've produced a number of leaflets on, that are available on the epa website um, and local authority websites just explaining what the those uh, c- conditions are that they should be adhered to mm. and if people are sticking to those then generally that there shouldn't be an issue so we're just calling on people really to be more careful in terms of using uh, the herbicides and making sure that you know, I mean, the key thing is with the weather, you know, if you're going to apply them to the land and if there's rain forecast, um, really, it's not a good idea to do that. So you need to kind of have a look forward in the weather the next couple of days to see that there are, isn't any rain coming and that will reduce the, the pesticides being run off into land. It also means that you're, 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 they're, they're going to be more effective because you're not effectively putting them on the land and having it washed straight out into the Yeah, river. yeah. And is there, uh, uh, you're, you're, you say this, the, the leaflets and stuff, is the message getting out there enough to to the farming community? Um, do we need a, an information campaign from the EPA targeted directly at farmers? Um, you know, would that would that be beneficial? Taking you know ads out in in the farming media, um, driving the message home. It's great that we're talking about it here today, but I don't know if many farmers know about this issue. Yeah, we, we've certainly been promoting it with a lot of the, 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 the farming media in the last uh, number of weeks and, and months. But we, we, are, we are working very closely with 
uh, lots of uh, the relevant stakeholders, for example, the IFA, the ICMSA, lots of other farming organisations, Chagask, uh, are, are all working with us in the pesticides group. And, and what we're working with them to do is to get the to use them to help get the message out to the people that they deal with on a day-to-day basis to to um, to communicate this risk and to make sure people are aware of the problems that can happen if pesticides or herbicides are not being used appropriately. Yeah, well, look, I hope um, I hope we can get the message out there. I don't think anyone wants to uh, be drinking pesticides in their water, and I know that farmers don't want to um, be uh, polluting waterways either. Um, nobody nobody wants this situation. Uh, Dara Page um, from the EPA, thank you for joining us and I suppose bringing us up to date on this very important issue. Um, and I hope that um, if if we if we talk in twelve months' time, that you'll be able to tell me that the levels are are uh, are, are well down and, and at an acceptable uh, quantity, I suppose. Yeah, we certainly hope so. Anyway, we'll be reporting on this on an annual basis going into the future. Anyway, great, uh, Dara Page, there from the EPA. Thank you very much.